0: it's thursday and i am in the hill co-homes media room and uh, today i'm gonna actually do something quite different from what is normally done in our podcast episodes um know i'm sitting in this room a small round table with a couple of microphones hooked up to it and a little audio interface that stuck to my laptop and you know it's uh, all things considered the hodgepodge of everything that we have here is a uh, Kind of representative and in an in artistic way of most people getting started with their business.
1: All right, live. Oh, wait, audio's over here.
0: And that would be Marco Romero, one of the owners of Hilco Homes. And um, at, on today's episode, we decided to uh, do a Facebook Live, or rather, stream live the conversation that we are recording for this podcast. And um, in this conversation, I'm actually sitting down with Marco, his wife, Hillary, and uh, little little Roth.
2: Definitely hear him during this podcast live video, slash live video, y'all.
0: And that would be Hillary uh, talking about how Roth is probably going to interrupt us throughout the episode, which um, if you've never been around a small child before, you can definitely expect for that to happen. And like anything in business, um, things just always don't work out the right way.
2: Is it supposed to constantly be moving like that?
1: What? Yeah, I know. That was um. what I was trying to stop. <laughs> okay, so we got technical difficulties. Yeah, we're just in a constant state of an earthquake. <laughs> where we are. What happened to my coffee? Where'd that like- go?
0: And technical difficulties we did have. Um, we were talking about the camera motion of uh, Marco's iPhone just nonstop shaking. Um, but that happens, right? I mean, that's that's kind of uh, the experience I think we all have when it comes to business and life. And, you know, that's uh, why I decided I was going to do this particular podcast episode a little different than uh, what we normally do. And, um, you know, I'm here because... I'm talking to the Romeros who started Hillco Homes, and I think they have a great story. And what better way to tell it than like a story? All right, so we're good. We're good live. we're good
1: with audio, we're, we're all set up. You guys ready? Yes. Actually, let me make one more adjustment. <laughs> I'm like, I'm this too is tall, so man. annoying. <laughs>
2: so hey. annoying. And
0: normally by this point, we're already through the intro credits, which uh, normally sound like this. That's how we kick off the uh, deep dive wholesale show by Hilco Homes, and uh, we try to run these podcasts as often as we can, at least once or twice a week. And um, what makes this particular episode fun and interesting and different is um, I've decided to try an idea. Like I mentioned, It this is a story. I think it should be told like a story. So. Maybe on this particular episode, it's not exactly the same thing of the wholesale deep dive show, um, but maybe it's, we can start calling these kinds of episodes, the, uh, Hill Coast stories, uh, cause that's what it really is, you know? And for this story, we're talking to Marco and Hilary Romero about as a company, you guys are running not just a company, but you're also building a family at the same time, which by itself, just building a family, is hard enough as it is. Especially so, if you have our kids. <laughs> I don't know. Our you, kids you, are pretty your awesome. Your kids are pretty good. I, I've, I've been around some kids. Uh, good. Like, you, you guys I, some I will pretty agree with that.
2: It's hard to like other people's kids sometimes. <laughs> Not all kids, but sometimes.
0: So, of course, the conversation goes to kids first. Because, of course, on this episode, we do have little baby Roth with us. Um, but as anybody who has ever been around children or has had children, they'll know that um, it's not—it's not easy to do. So, one of the things yeah. I think a lot of our viewers, for those of them that know that you guys have a family or you're starting a family, you have two young kids. Um, how old is Elia now?
2: Elia is about to turn three in June, so she's three, almost so. three.
0: So you guys, but she acts are- like
2: she's four. Like she's, <laughs> she's very. Well, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. And
0: by this point, you can already tell that Marco and Hillary have two very different styles of uh, being on camera or on the microphone or just doing business in general.
2: Like
1: defiant, independent, <laughs> strong will is oh, the word. Oh, okay. Strong will. More positive connotations.
2: <laughs> Well, she is. She isn't her defiant phase right now, but
1: she's definitely challenging. But that's good. We're trying. But to actually, speaking that. of that, right.
2: I'm actually reading the Five Love Languages for children uh-huh. because we've read that book a couple times. I actually just finished it for the second time, like yes, yesterday. Actually, I finished it.
1: The some, original five. Love the original
2: languages. five languages for relationships, but I actually am starting to read the one for children. So I'm hoping I can get some good insight on like okay. I never thought about how you treat your children could be the same way and how how they receive love. So I'm really excited about that because I can already see some small changes in Elia's behavior just pretty overnight, honestly, with like that, yeah, yeah. Um, just trying to understand her a little bit more.
0: And despite their differences in character, uh, it's very evident just being around them that communication is incredibly important. And that carries over in a lot of aspects of who they are and uh, as individuals and as business people.
2: Yeah. It's exciting, and he's about to be <laughs> seven months on the twelfth. So in a couple <laughs> days, in a week, he'll be seven months old. Since
1: this is a podcast and they're just getting audio, are you able to like do a photo of our kids like in the show notes or something like that? Yeah, that's so why I took the picture. Okay, up, you like, got it. Like, like right, I got okay. the I
0: got the angle right where you can see my my mic in the top of my
2: laptop, and
1: then like, you guys. You're too loud. Well, too I mean, if I, I would imagine if I was listening to a podcast and there's this crazy child noise in the background, <laughs> I would at least want to see what this crazy child looks like.
2: He so. just looks like a white walker for all of you the <laughs> out there. Yeah, he does. So, Game he of is Thrones. He's super white and he's got blue, blue eyes, so he looks like a white walker from Game of Thrones.
0: And I promise you, this is pretty much how being around Marco and Hillary is all the time. Uh, Little Roth, I think he's just excited to be on a podcast for the first time um but i think this atmosphere this excitement this uh joy this positive attitude that that you're hearing um really is kind of a culmination of a lot of things in the story of Hillco Homes uh way back when actually it's not that long ago um i actually came to real estate through marco well a mutual friend between me and marco and uh, you know back when I got started with my consulting business um, Marco introduced me to uh, yet another mutual friend and it was uh, another investment company and started doing work for them and you know eventually Marco went on to uh, to start uh, Hilco homes and you know their their story really starts with um, their decision to pretty much just, jump ship they left their jobs and went right into it
1: because if you go back all the way to the beginning originally it was just hillary and i working out of our house but then from there we ended up working at different starbucks on different days and this is when elliot even
2: just different coffee shops that was one of the things i really like to do is just try something new (gasps) new environment
1: we had a whole list of new coffee shops we Mm -hmm. were checking out that was part of our goal list actually Nope. But then we went to Geekdom, that was a good spot for our team to be working when we weren't around because we were limited due to our children.
0: And for those of you who are listening that have never heard of Geekdom and you're not in the San Antonio, Texas area, Geekdom is a shared workspace. It's a, a building that has multiple floors, that has an open area with desks and conference rooms that you can, you can book and... Yeah, you basically pay a membership like a gym, but you go there to work. Well,
2: also because back then we had team members that like didn't have really good printers or scanners or access to those things, so they were like trying to take photos trying to take photos of contracts on their phone and I'm like this is not like a really good copy I can't send this to title it's blurry or you can't read it or it's a jpeg and not a pdf like it was just all over a nightmare so this was a good uh solution to they don't have to buy their own printers or we don't have to buy it for them and this was just a lot easier they also didn't have to necessarily have internet so they could do all of these things more effectively so it was a great
1: solution at the time. And what I've noticed uh, with business is there's different phases for everything. Sure, yeah. And so that was perfect for that phase that we were in. It was like then, our starter phase. Right, but then we started transitioning to a new phase where our team continued to grow and team members were staying. And uh, we ended up starting to dominate just not just one table but multiple tables. <laughs> and we encouraged very highly with our team a lot of phone calls, uh, a lot of cold calls too, and so it's a lot of on the phone, um, being loud, and we also have some loud team members.
0: Loud team members, uh, that's a that's a, a nice way to put it. Sometimes, um, I just think, being at HillCo, you you attract a certain type of person, and these types of people um, are generally charismatic, and um, that's that's a good thing. And when you're at a space that is a, a shared workspace where people go there because they, they wanna work and get stuff done, um, I can see how that's problematic. And um, in the eyes of Hillco Homes, um, that was a good problem to have.
1: Then We had to make a decision, do we tell our team like, stop doing what we want them to do and give them negative feedback for the right actions or do we try and find another solution and that's what led to us looking for another office space
0: in case you can't tell there's a uh, recurring theme throughout this episode and that is how do you roll with the punches stuff happens life happens things just can sometimes be out of your control Um, whether it's good or bad doesn't matter that's just the way things work um, in business in life uh, in general and um, in the story of Hilco Holmes um, it seemed like there was a point where things had to change and how that change was going to look we didn't know and but I think it turned out pretty good
2: let's just start looking for our own space. Like, we're at this point where obviously this is the sign that we need to start finding our own space. And I hopped online immediately.
0: And so the clock was ticking, the hunt was on, and...
2: There was a lot of shitty places.
0: Okay, so it didn't start
2: off so hot. I found a different spot that I thought um, would maybe work, but it was just too small. Realistically, like, it just wasn't going to work out. So the gentleman who... I was talking to about that space was like, why this other space right off Perrin So
0: I guess everything's working out after all, isn't it?
2: And I basically just made an appointment the next day to go walk it with him. She was very
1: particular about <laughs> what office we were in. And keep in mind, let's uh, bring a little context.
0: You know, I think Marco is probably one of the most polite people I have ever met. Um, but he's bringing up a good point. Um, he's about to go into a little bit about some of the more personal aspects of Marco and Hillary's story in growing Hilco Homes. And also keep in mind, Hilco Homes is not the only business that they have, but everything that goes on affects everything else.
1: Back in our early days when we first got geeked, um, um, Ellie was young but she had grown up a little bit to where our grandparents would watch her. Mm -hmm. For our parents. Or Our parents, her grandparents. And then eventually, she started going to school. And when she started going to school, Hillary was also able to be around the team and come in and right. uh, be in Geekton. Well, eventually, Hillary got pregnant with her second child. which And I, I was
2: there up until... Like the week or two before, yeah. I, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how
1: that happened, but <laughs> it occurred. And then she went, once our son was or well, was, towards on. the end of the pregnancy, and once our son was born, she basically was never around the team. Well, again.
2: the problem was that Physically. First off, let's go back to the problem was we lost half of the babysitting because my mom suddenly passed away, she and was, like very unexpectedly, it was about a week and a half, two weeks before the baby was born, and it came out of nowhere. It was like. A really bad time in our life, and um, so my mom, who who was always very grandkid oriented and who was always available, and she always offered to watch the baby during the weeks, uh, during the days when she didn't have work. Um, We lost (laughs) half of that immediately, like you know, overnight. When she died, we lost help. We lost a lot of help. And then we
1: doubled our kids.
2: And we doubled our kids, (laughs) and so. It was rough for a while, and so the plan was once the baby was born, I was just going to stay home, and Marco was going to go into the into the Geekdom office as much as he could.
0: And I've been saying this the entire episode. Um, there's just some things that are out of our control, and dealing with a the death of a loved one, um, it doesn't mean you know business and life is going to take a break for you. I mean, those things have to go on. And, and I think that's one of the uh, amazing things about the Hillco Homes story and, you know, just Marco and Hillary as as individuals, um, you know, being able to adjust and shift and still move forward, um, even even when tough things happen to you.
2: But it was hard because when, when we first gave birth to Elia, we were both home. We Our business was still so brand new that, like, right. we, we both were equally parenting and raising her together and we worked the same amount because we were doing the parenting the same amount so when the baby was born it was like i had to stay home every day and i didn't get help from my mom like she was going to help and i still had to do Hillco stuff i just had to like now juggle a newborn and, and the business was still running work yeah. I, I literally jumped back into my closings like pretty immediately after the baby was born because we had to and somebody had to make our lender payments. So it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to jump in and take care of it.
0: And if you're like me, I'm sure you're also wondering how the heck do you do stuff like that? I mean, yeah, you, you, Marco and Hillary have a business, you know, they, they have a team that they are training and looking after and helping them to succeed and grow, but they're also doing their own investments. They, they have a business that manages their own uh, investment portfolio. Um, and, you know, that's not, uh, uh, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, have two businesses dealing with uh, the death of a loved one and having a newborn and a second child in the house. I mean, that's some crazy stuff. And I mean, how do you, like, where do you start? Like, what's the, co- the best advice that someone could get from someone like Marco and Hillary?
2: So first, I would say definitely pick the right partner. Um, if your partner's not on board. Which
1: she did stellar with that choice. <laughs> Amazing Dude, job.
2: Hey, I gave you some really good hey, kids. Was,
1: I was getting there. I was getting there. Anyway,
2: <laughs> I would say that first and foremost, but I mean, if you have that, then you're already on the right track. Then it's really just prioritizing.
0: It's almost like I knew that was going to come up next.
2: Um, so for us... Obviously, Hilco is such a big priority to us. We, okay, so we actually had a third business, which was video production. And after trying to make that work for about a year, we really had to just like talk to each other one night and be like, is it really worth mm-hmm. trying to pursue this third company when we're really spread thin at this point? Trying to make money happen in this other company, which we did have a, a good number of clients, but it was so much more work. And then Hilco was suffering. Mm-hmm. So it was like we had to sit down and just really make that decision like, Maybe this is not the right time for this company to be happening.
0: Did I mention that Marco and Hillary had a couple of businesses?
2: And then Bella Buyers kind of happens like every so often when we find a property that the numbers work and we really want to move forward on, then we just, we're always con- constantly having uh, conversations with lenders to like set know which ones have money available. So we know the next property, oh. we know who to pretty much go to first to ask.
0: And in typical fashion... We have Marco displaying his amazing ability to multitask. I'm
1: going to do a Um, bottle run in the middle of our podcast.
0: And of the multitude of things that are constantly in the forefront of their mind, um, it's hard to uh, to imagine yourself having to juggle so many things. um, Except, I think most people do, and they just don't realize it. But how do you get? better at doing these things.
2: I don't know, it's really just prioritizing like
0: But how does one prioritize things? What is the metric with which you compare the importance of all the businesses, your family, and everything in between?
2: For us the the priorities are obviously Hilco is a big priority because it's not just the two of us. We've got a lot of people on our team that right. need us and that right. need guidance and like you know, just need help with stuff. But we also our priority is also at least managing all of our current properties because we don't necessarily have to keep finding more properties we can always take a pause from that but we still have to make sure our payments are being paid to our lenders every month we still have to make sure repairs and maintenance are happening to the tenants that need repairs and maintenance and we need to make sure that we're still collecting rents appropriately so Those I would say were our two biggest priorities was HillCo, making sure that was up and running, and then our our current properties. Um, The first and foremost priority is always paying the lender. That was like I remember my mom died, and like two days later I was making lender payments, which was the last thing I wanted to do, but it had to get done. There was no way I was gonna let the first roll around and then. Oh well sorry my mom I mean that's not it I mean it is yeah. an excuse my mom died that's really sad but it's not an excuse because our lenders take very good care of us we need to take good care of them
0: so how does each of us apply this information I mean it's coming from someone who's very successful they have multiple businesses I mean I have multiple businesses I have my consulting business and within that I have to deal with multiple businesses that I work with. Um, on top of that, I'm also managing my, my own brand. I have a small comic book company operation and there's other things I want to do on top of managing my own personal life. And uh, I think that's difficult for people to imagine because, uh, for one, especially if you're starting in business, you really don't know what to expect. But um, so far, we've only heard Hillary's perspective on this. I know Marco has some great information as well.
2: How do you do it? You just do it. (laughs) That's right. That's very true.
1: What Hillary said as far as having the right partner. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Don't
2: fight me, buddy.
1: (laughs) uh, What Hillary said about having the right partner, that is absolutely true. And having uh, extremely open and consistent communication uh, mm-hmm. with them is really important. We had a lot of honest conversations, a lot of hard conversations, a lot of um, conversations just being forthright and where we're at, a lot of uh, assessments, reassessments. Mm-hmm um you know where where we currently where we currently are where we're going what's working what's not working so that was huge and um basically it was forced in our situation and we have come to the realization that this time period in our lives is probably going to be on the upward scale of difficulty for our entire lives we basically like the
2: hardest time in our life right we now we
1: quit both of our jobs we um Started up multiple businesses that we're trying to build from the ground up. We, uh, Hillary's mom passed away, which that is huge in itself.
2: Like, I, it's been almost, oh, I guess it's been seven months, and I'm still just like, there are moments where it like blows me away that like she's not here.
1: Yeah. Which that, that in itself is huge. And then we're also trying to raise our two kids who both are under three right now. And as you can tell, they're very loud and <laughs> um, you know, need attention. So that's a a big component of it. You know, for additionally for us, I'm a person that where I have a big adversity to asking for help. I, my natural reaction is I can figure it out. I can do it. I can, you know, bulldoze my way to a solution. And
0: as life tends to do, it always reminds us that it's not always in our control and You know, Roth is definitely a great example of this where, um, you know, Marco's having some uh, very uh, great remarks and giving some really good insight. And then, uh, of course, Roth just jumps right in to remind us and everybody listening that, you know, we don't always have to be so serious all the time. I know you guys don't have headphones, but (gasps) the clarity of all this audio (laughs) is definitely coming through. (laughs)
1: He's giving you a full range. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) Buddy, can you just chill out for a little bit? Yeah, just chill
1: out. So he's normally pretty cool in his little moments, but apparently right now he's choosing... uh, He's trying to show off. He's showing off. He's like,
2: look what I can do. I can be loud and obnoxious.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) He just started crawling this last few days like, like so he's it's yeah. official that now he's a crawler and, it's fast, and he's also too. found that he can make noises so he likes so to, he make to make noises
0: yeah. but the show and business must go on
1: but anyway I'm, I'm i'm at first asking for help but i had to come to a realization where i just had to come to my parents and we had to come to hillary's parents when her mom was alive and just ask for help like Mom, Dad, as much as you know, we we're don't over ask. thirty now and we don't want to have to ask for anything of our parents. We were like, please
2: we at least just dedicate just one, day. one day a week, please
1: can you so right now us? we've
2: got Mondays, but it makes mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday still difficult.
0: And like the proverbial duck on the water, um, for most people, looking from the outside in uh, is kinda like looking at a duck, you know, on the surface. It's cool, calm, collected, floating along that pond. But underneath the water, its legs are kicking, 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 trying to keep it, keep it moving forward at all times. And, um, you know, there is no such thing really as an overnight success with the small exception of maybe a lottery winner. But, you know, Marco and Hillary definitely have um, a process and they make it work for them. And, you know, whether that's utilizing resources like family, um, you know, it also takes teamwork.
2: I didn't come in yesterday because he was running around all day. And I was like, well, if you're not even going to be in the office to help me with the baby, then I might as well stay home. Because he can get so loud and upset sometimes that, like, I'd rather him be like that at home where he's not disturbing other work, all of us. As you can tell,
1: lots of noise. (laughs) So, So like, on the days where Marco's
2: not around, I'm like, well, it just makes more sense for me to stay home because I can typically... Just let him be loud, and it doesn't bother me. But you know, I don't want him to be gone all day, and then now I'm here at the office, and I can't get anything done anyway because he's being loud. and I'm trying to keep him quiet. The
1: other thing is when we're together, we hand Roth off to one another. So yeah, when, yeah. When Roth, when Roth is kind of getting crazy, Hillary's doing things, then I'll take him. Now Hillary's got like a 15-minute window to like no, punch out no, a bunch of emails fun. and whatever. Gotta do. I
0: think it also helps too that. Uh, Like as business owners, you get to choose who you work with, you know, who you're hiring or not hiring in some cases. But I think um, for the most part, everybody here on the Hill Homes team is totally cool with having a baby around and we're like all... (laughs) okay with helping out like you no know, I, kenneth, and like, i love he, that kenneth, loves kenneth does him, love you know? rock
2: he's like uh, i don't care about y'all i just want to see the baby and when we <laughs> when we don't have him that day he comes and he looks around and he's all sad that we didn't bring him i'm like dude i need like a day it's, i need a day without the baby
0: so in some cases uh it really does take a village or in this case a business to raise a family or raise a kid and um i think that's one really important thing I want to point out because there's a lot of people out there who don't have the flexibility of having a business and being able to work with other people that can support you in a situation like Marco and Hillary and it is difficult but as you can see you know it's about priorities and it's about leveraging your resources To make things happen. Because let's face it, as we've seen throughout this entire episode, this recurring theme of life happens and we just got to deal with it and somehow make the best.
1: It's part of the hiring process. So what do you feel?
0: How do you you feel towards babies?
2: (laughs) No, but I mean, I get it too, though. Like, I don't want people to join Hillco either and then just be like, God, they have their baby all the time. So it's like a balancing act in itself. Just like. If he's constantly bad, then I just will probably not be in the office as much because I right. don't want the whole team to be like frustrated. And there frustrated. are some people too who
0: like specifically choose jobs with long hours so that they can stay away from home.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and true. then they,
0: they like come here and you have a baby here too. So I try <laughs> to, be, Marco's
2: more like, I don't really care if he's being loud. And I'm like, but I do. So like if he's in a phase where there was a couple days where he was just constantly unsettled. I was like, this isn't gonna work. And if he starts to get unsettled, I'm just gonna go home because I'd rather Marco be at least around the team and get a lot done and help the, the guys, you know, with negotiation or whatever, or run running comps for them or just guiding them. Because I can still do my job from home. I can still communicate through phone or through Slack or through whatever we need to do to get something done. Because even though I'm home, I'm constantly on my computer making stuff happen. So it's it's just a balancing act in itself because I don't want to take advantage of the fact that it's our company and we have a baby, I still want to be respectful to everyone on our team sure, Yeah. that in a circumstance where he's just crazy, like when my daughter comes in the afternoon, she's got some attitude and crazy sometimes <laughs> where I'm like, okay, if you're going to be like this, we're leaving now. Okay, team, we're leaving or I'm leaving and let me know what you need. But the, she's being crazy and she's lost her privilege to be in the office.
0: <laughs> it's hard enough to deal with things on the day to day and not knowing what's gonna happen tomorrow, but it always helps to have a plan in place. I mean, after all, if you don't know where you're going, you're never gonna get there. And when it comes to business and also in life, having a plan is key. It is critical to your success. So I asked Marco, what does he see with Hilco?
1: As far as where I see Hilco and where we see Hilco going is, number one we want to generate more consistency around our um, deals that we're closing here in the san antonio market we have a lot of fluctuations which haven't been worked out completely so that's number one number two is just adding on more team members that can build out the different departments
2: team members of quality quality. i'm not (laughs) about hiring a bunch of just a number like you know i'm not about quantity i'm about like quality people
1: so right now, when you first start a company, that company every company has n- numerous departments. You got accounting, you got sales, you got, you know, maybe for us, we have like the sales, the sales size of a contract, or there's acquisition side, you have your tech side, you have a- HR, but when you're first starting, you're wearing all the hats, right. and as you progress, you slowly hire out and develop the team to kind of handle the different departments. Right now, we're still in a in a situation where Hillary and I wear a lot of the hats in our business, and so uh, building out the different departments and each department kind of having its own team and they're um, running uh, almost not necessarily completely autonomous or independently from Hillary and I, but they're self sufficient. So building a true business. If Hillary and I just said peace for like a month. Yeah. <clears throat> the company wouldn't run very well. So um, sure. just building out the automations, getting the right team members, putting each team member in the right position within the company uh, is important. That's what we're working towards. And then finally, right now we're mainly in San Antonio. We definitely have done deals in other markets, but that's not on a consistent basis. And so, if you're
0: watching, we still want to do deals in other markets. So <laughs> let us know if you got a deal anywhere else in the United States. We'll be happy to work with you. That's right. I mean,
1: <laughs> We're having people reach out to us from New York and. India and Washington and stuff like that yeah, yeah but that's not consistent. So in my mind the next the next big step for us is opening up another market where we're consistent um, just like we are with San Antonio and building out a, a whole office in that arena so that would be the next step and of course beyond that we want to be nationwide and all over the place but that would be the next phase So building the company more uh, automated and then also having another market would be the two big uh, milestones for the near future.
0: And as I'm sitting here uh, across Marco and Hillary with them passing little baby Roth back and forth between each other and, you know, picking up the uh, errant toy that falls to the floor or something he knocks over, um, it's uh, again very apparent that communication is essential, it's key. And Marco and Hillary seem to have definitely mastered that ability between each other. And as we get closer to the end of this podcast episode, um, I asked if they had any final words or uh, pieces of advice they wanted to add.
1: I'll take the lead, cool. Sure. All right. So, I was just
2: thinking, I was trying to think of what to say. Uh, I just it's just constantly crazy for us right now. Yeah, first no time, sleep, no free <clears throat> time. Like it's just a lot of work.
1: I mean we still don't aren't even getting full nights of sleep. Yeah. So <clears throat> um, for a lot of people out there Everybody's situation is completely different. Everybody has their own challenges, uh, whether they're from um, their family, health situations, maybe their situation, maybe where they are, maybe they're in a completely different country, who knows? But everybody lives with their own sets of adversities. We have our adversities as well, but we also have a determination to accomplish particular goals that we've set for ourselves. Hillary and I want to uh, build, build a life where money doesn't control us. We want to build a life that will be impactful for ourselves, that we can enjoy and that we can share with our children. Mm-hmm. So having that in mind, despite our own adversities, we basically are powering, powering through it doing whatever we got to do to move in the right direction and highly leveraging one another and communicating with each other so that we can um, support each other in each other's moments of weaknesses.
0: And in true Marco fashion, he sets himself up to expand and add a little more to that.
1: The other important thing is, for instance, with us, we, we frequently have conversations thinking about How do we want to um, build a more fulfilled life that's not necessarily tied to business? Mm Because business highly dominates our life because that's the way we generate our money. It controls our time. We have the responsibility to the business itself.
0: And as Marco passes Roth back to Hillary, um, they are continuously showing that what they talk about is what they're actually doing. And, you know, with Roth at this point in the podcast is already starting to, um, not be as excited, but really just wants it to be over with. Uh, we continue to move on and final remarks of, you know, what it really takes other than, you know, is it just sheer will of strength? Is it, uh, perseverance? You know, it's really a combination of all things above.
1: We have the responsibilities to the business itself. We have the responsibilities to the people within the business. They count on us to provide leads or guidance or training or systems or paper in the printer or whatever they need.
0: Yeah, And I always uh, stress the importance of balance and scheduling yourself and just generally being aware of the things that need to be done versus the things you want to do. And Marco uh, does a great job of putting things into perspective as well.
1: So um, we, Hillary and I have a lot of conversations that are outside of the business about like, hey, we want to do certain things with our families. So for instance, it was important to us to, uh, we can't do major travel. Travel's important uh, for our future I would love to do major travel. Yeah, like major travel as in like, oh. going to a faraway state at Anything the basic a basic level. flying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going you know going to the Caribbean, going to europe going to any of those things um we're not able to do just so our children are situation so how I can, can even, we,
2: i can't even not only is that difficult but i can't even imagine spending paying for four flight four plane tickets. Uh, that's getting pricey yeah. quick yeah
1: and i only like first class no, I'm just <laughs> i would love to just go first yeah, class. yeah i've never done first class anyway that's nice. um So we can't do that, but how can we still fulfill ourselves and, um, you know, kind of still do something that is uh, meaningful and fulfilling to us? So we have to get creative. One of the creative things is we wrote once a quarter we were going to travel to a different city, even if it's just a ride around the block in in Texas, just to have a new experience, new fun. So actually we're... This
2: weekend we're going to Houston. This weekend
1: we're going to Houston. I've only been to Houston twice before. Have you been to Houston?
2: I've been to Houston, but I haven't been in a really long time, and I've never actually just been a tourist in Houston. So, so. you know, we
1: are making it work, and we revisit our goals frequently. Oh, he's going to go crazy on that. We revisit our goals frequently, and we, like, when 2000, this is 2019, when 2019 rolled around January, we pretty much scheduled our almost every single weekend all the way through December with different things that we're done yeah (laughs) we put in like zip lining going wine tasting in Fredericksburg this Houston trip we have a Dallas trip we have uh, we want to go peach picking which we did with you last year which was really cool Yeah, yeah. Um, different things that were on our goals so um, having those conversations planning it out executing and just making it happen despite the difficulties Um, because eventually it'll it always passes you know the calm is after the storm and there's a reality to that
0: so perspective and priorities
2: we're all about just the little the little trips but i'm you know it's like looking forward to the little things in life i think um especially now that my mom is gone it's like It kind of reminds you to just like enjoy every day as best as you can, even if you're not doing anything extravagant. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about waking up tomorrow and taking Elliot and the baby who, who he won't remember anything, but taking Elliot to Houston. And we're going to go to the aquarium and try some new restaurants and play, just play in a park. And it's just going to be really fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool.
0: So business and life will always bring you surprises, surprises, No matter how much you plan for it, no matter what you do, I think Marco and Hillary have done a great job with adapting and learning to adapt and applying new knowledge and skills. And it's great to hear the story behind Hilco Homes, their story, um, and how they run their multiple businesses while raising a family. It is hard. And uh, I'm I'm very grateful that they were able to sit down with me and uh, put this together for you guys, our audience. And I guess if you could sum it up in a short phrase, it would kind of go like this.
1: Well, hey, that just goes to show you, like, we do whatever we got to do. Hey, we're podcasts. Yeah. We're yeah. not even letting our seven-month-old stop us. And we're exactly. even doing Facebook Live right now. I guess that's true. We're trying to put content out there. Even, you know, don't let excuses only like, let things stop you. Even though this podcast was it's up and down roller coaster audio wise. Yeah. Hopefully there was a little bit of value in there and some uh, you know, <laughs> helpful hints.
0: Yes, some helpful hints and value. Ultimately, that's what we want to do with this podcast. We want to help anybody out there who is looking to grow, improve, learn about anything related to real estate, specifically wholesale real estate. Uh, no matter where you are, where in the country or outside the country, uh, we definitely want to help you. So reach out to us. Let us know that you have questions or that you like something or don't like something. Um, I definitely had a lot of fun making this particular episode. I have fun all the time with podcasts. Um, you know, I do have a background with uh, a previous business and media production. I did a lot of audio stuff, and um, you know, for me, this is fun. And, uh, I like to tell stories. Um, I like to be a part of stories on occasion and I felt to do justice to this particular episode. It needed to be a story. And I think I'm going to try this out a few more times and we'll call these particular episodes Hill Coast stories. So again, if you enjoy the episode, keep following us, share it. Um, you know, contribute. We would love to uh, have some financial assistance with growing this podcast. And um, you know, definitely follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram. You can contact us directly on either of those accounts. You can reach me at Mike, M-I-K-E, at hillcohomes.com. I am always happy to hear from you. And uh, again, if you want to be on the show, if you have recommendations, questions, comments, we want to hear from you. Definitely engage with us. We want to engage with you, and uh, I hope I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making this episode. So,
1: so any final words? You got final words, Mama?
2: Somebody come babysit my kid for at least twenty-four <laughs> hours so I can get a lot of sleep, like ten hours, <laughs> and uninterrupted sleep. Thank you. Peace. Bye.